Welcome to the Matthew on Fire. You're listening to the Matthew on Fire podcast with Crispy. Make sure you follow us at Matthew on Fire pod on Instagram and at Matthew podcast on Twitter. Uh, I want to order Chinese food. Hey girl, say something. Ew, it sounded like he said something. Bambi's licking the mic. Yep, that's <laughs> <Bambi>. fucking stupid <laughs> ass. Oh my Yo, god. Th- yeah. Ew, ew. Multitask, Crispy. Uh, hold on. Um, We need microphone stands so we can multitask. We do have microphone stands. Use one. No, I like holding it. Um, <sighs> give me a microphone stand. I'll fucking do this. I don't know how any of this stuff works. Still, you know, you would think after six months of doing this podcast, I would have learned something. We talk a lot about sports. And it's fine. It's fine. This I know it's not necessarily a sports podcast, but we do like sports and we do like talking You're about You're lucky them. we don't fucking talk about wrestling all the time. Oh my God. Jesus Christ. However, this could turn into that very easily but too. We are gonna be so accommodating. We're gonna oh. we're gonna we're gonna try to consolidate all of our sports chat uh in just one segment and we're gonna call it matthew on fire sports update yeah <laughs> the matthew original. on fire sports 10 out of 10 update. on the originality Take so all credit matthew on fire the first thing i want to say about this sports update is congratulations to the washington nationals you guys did it holy shit um you lost all of your home games and made it very, very interesting. Uh, so and, to the and Astros, A-S-S-T-R-O-S. And we're down in both game six and game seven. Um, holy shit. And, and, and when we went My over. My biased ass hates the Astros. When we, Bless you, Nationals. When we went over those uh, winning sports cities uh, a couple episodes ago. We were talking about D.C. We were talking about D.C. And, and they you just had added, mentioned that they hadn't won since nineteen. They won in every sport and they hadn't won since 1924. And I did not think the Washington Nationals would go all the way this year. I'm very impressed and I'm happy for Nats fans. Me too. I'm, I'm happy I'm, for I'm related Brian's to Nats fans who live in like who live in Northern Virginia and they've adopted the Nats as their team. They moved to D.C. area before the Nationals moved from Montreal. Or arrive from Montreal, I guess, because the Expos are dead. Um, but yeah, that was. Uh, it's cool to see another new team win something in major sports. I mean, we've had the Caps, the St. Louis Blues in hockey. Beautiful. You have the now you have the Nationals, based the first for the Expos and Nationals organization. And who's going to win the Super Bowl this year? <sighs> the Green Bay Packers. Let's do it. Why the fuck not? Well, let's, why not? Seven and one, brilliant. De- the defense has been good enough to the level it needs to be at. I think it's going to be a great race in the finish. Uh, I hope that Saints NFC, Packers NFC title game signed it up. The Saints are say. amazing. I well, we have a fan of the pod who loves the Niners. Come on, he's a friend of the pod. You're gonna, so we, you're, you're not gonna put the undefeated 49ers in the NFC I think we'll beat the 49ers. Whoa! I'm just feeling good, man. I'm feeling right. good about the Green Bay Packers this year. You know why? Because there was no expectations this year and they're just going on this fucking dream run that nobody thought this season was going to turn into. It's, it's a good nobody, time to be a Green Bay Packers fan. Nobody expected no, I any th- of this. I week one? Th- the Packers have more wins in week eight right now than I thought they would get all season before this season started. Insane. I thought they were going to win six games this year. 
And here the here we are. It's incredible. Liverpool's top of the league. And it's really crazy the way they're doing it right now because it's like they have a fucking answer for everything and it's the most glorious thing I've seen since I've started caring about Liverpool. It's just they have an answer for everything right now and it's glorious and the season's going our way so far. So far. So far. Well, Six points clear of Manchester City. They have an answer for everything and they're all fucking doing it. Every single player is going out there and being just one of Jurgen Klopp's men going on to fucking kill everybody. On the English yeah. country chat, English countryside. Awesome. And seeing all basketball are twice on the nation. No. Have a good one. So well, we This may... dog is trying to sabotage the fucking oh, pod wow. right now. Bambi, watch your Look leg. at she's skull. Oh my she God. She does not care. This is, the, I think, the worst episode we've ever recorded already. Already. Wow, we're going downhill so fast. You know, it, it's it's not our fault, though. Um, we did have a really long day today. Oh my God. It was fun, though. Well, so let's talk to our listeners, Ooh. our flaming listeners, about... You flaming hose, you. <laughs> um, so KDIA Productions, um, the company that I own and run, we were actually doing a project today. Uh, sister of the show um, works for the football athletic program for this one high school that's not too far away. Basically, uh, the high school was playing their fierce rivals. Is that what you would call them? Yeah, definitely their biggest rival. And it was the last game of the season. We packed up a lot of the gear, went over to the school. We shot some pre-interviews uh, with a lot of the seniors this morning. It was basically a little mini sports documentary. Yeah, a little mini sports. It was like a very high school hard knocks. It was a high school hard knocks, if you will. Um, or you know, a crack at it. <laughs> we got a uh, we got coach interviews. We got player interviews. Um, we got on the field action. You know, me and Matt were the field cameras, essentially. Uh, and then we had our buddy D on the in the press box with a third camera. It's definitely something that sounded a lot easier than it was in practice. So let's talk about how easy it sounded. Um, I only found out about this date uh, maybe a week and a half ago. Um, sister of the show brought it up to me. Uh, I like a variety of, of different projects. I like a variety of my projects. And I, I feel like I we, from the preparation to the execution to you know the uh, the results and everything i i think today was a was a home run even though we were shooting football um it was a touchdown today was a such a touchdown with the extra point field goal meh mm. we saw a couple of those missed today too that's funny well it is high school football i mean yeah um but no we are saying that as if we don't have some of the greatest high school football teams in our state <laughs> That's the thing. You kind of have standards for high school football in New Jersey. <laughs> yeah. So especially when one half of the show went to Don Bosco. One half of the show is an alumnus of probably one of the greatest football programs New Jersey has ever seen. In my seen. four years there, they were 47 and one with 47 straight wins, four state titles and two out of three years national champions. So NFLers in there. First time I ever blacked out at a sporting event was uh, cheering on for my, uh, my boys in uh, my senior year. So <laughs> let's get back to today. You don't need to know that. Um, so yeah, today you just, you literally just said it yourself, uh, probably easier said than accomplished. Um, what was one of the m most difficult parts for you today? Holding a camera on your fucking shoulder for two hours. Two hours. Two well, hours. We uh, were, we were doing, we were there for like five hours. In the locker room before, I mean, it, 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 it was just physically 
It was physically demanding. It was a very to hold the camera and move around the sideline for the whole game and like pre and post game content and like being in the right spot and having headsets that I didn't use at key times and then made me run around with the camera. Oh my god! Yeah, uh, so I, that was. Fun. I will say um, uh, we're gonna. We're gonna critique shit together, though. We're, we're gonna critique you right now on the Matthew on Fire show. Um, I think you did a phenomenal job because I don't believe. Thank you, because I'm gonna critique you and sister of the show as fucking co-directors in a second too. Oh my god, because uh, I don't believe you. Remind me, you only worked with us once, ever, else. ever, outside of this event. It was that comedy show, and it, I don't, and it, I don't even think it you was did. with tripods. It was with and tripods. Everything was still. Everything was still and set up. What a weird night that was. You might have. Uh, panned and tilted and zoomed in once. I don't even think you did that much, but it's still that was like, you know, more than probably you needed. And then from that event, which was a couple months ago, literally till today, you have done nothing else. I mean, <laughs> outside of record this podcast, so you have some idea of technology and whatnot. Thanks. Um, I would hope so. <laughs> literally went to a school that has technology in the fucking name. So okay. Let me ask you this. While you were running up and down the sidelines with the camera, did you feel naturally that you wanted to watch the game with your own eyes or were you looking through a viewfinder? Were you looking through the screen? What was what were you doing? I was trying to look through the screen most of the time. However, I found myself like unconsciously just looking at the play instead of through the screen because I was trying to track the play and see where the ball. I don't know. It's just a lot. It's hard to describe for somebody with like no experience doing it. No, totally. I mean, this is why we're doing this critique. Um, cause I'd, I'd like to see what, Hey, can you, uh, can you yell at Shay right now? Cause she's destroying her. Shay, bed. stop yeah. destroying that. Yeah. Throw your foot in her face. I didn't, I, that was calculated. I didn't like kick at her. Um, you too, Bambi. What was easier for you? Was it being on the sidelines during the game or was it following players while they were, you know, warming up or being in the locker room or whatnot? What did you, what did you find easier? Honestly, the whole fucking thing was pretty challenging. Oh, um, shit. <laughs> being in the right place at the right time for plays was definitely the single hardest part. And it's given me a new appreciation for not the guys like with the TV cameras at sporting events, but the guys with the sideline cameras. Oh yeah. Those guys, like the guys who actually have to like track the plays with these massive HD freaking broadcast cameras. Like the cameras we use are professional cameras, but minuscule in comparison. TV cameras. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And like, how is not every TV cameraman jacked? Why like is how? it that when you see camera guys on TV, they're, they're like they're nerds and uh, overweight sacks of mashed potatoes. Um, but you know what my favorite part was? And I know this was your favorite part, too. I really enjoy having a headset communication. That was so much fun. So much it fun. So having the ability to talk to Matt, who was uh, completely on the other sideline. Yeah, we were, out, we were across the field. Chatting with Dee in the press box. It's probably one of the most important things in any production to have communication. And you'd be surprised how many people take it for granted. Um, and you'd be surprised how many people don't even take communication seriously. They don't even involve if, communication if you, in their productions. If you're running a multi-camera production with more than one human, there's really no alternative. There's if no you're not talking to each other, you're going to have a fucking stupid 
product. So, so me and uh, me and sister of the show did one show. Actually, we did about we did about two or three shows. Yeah, we did about two or three comedy shows before. At uh, mm-hmm. One at Flow, one at La Regia, and then one in Philly. Uh, really? We did three. How are you doing down there? Uh, we watch wrestling podcast. Hey, yeah, there you go. Um, so we, um, you know, we did those first couple of shows without any communication every single time i needed to tell karina something or anytime she needed to tell me something we honestly the first couple shows we texted each other which seemed stupid uh, yes it is absolutely stupid it, you were gonna say something else it seems and i just wanted so to when you it was stupid when you take out your phone and i'm texting the person across the room it's not the same it was a beautiful day too i mean we got really lucky with the weather um it was somewhat colder yesterday and it's been rainy all week it was brick this morning yeah so we 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 lucked out uh beautiful sunny day just patchy clouds um not even too much wind so we weren't freezing um i did well with just a hoodie on the sideline matt had a little scarf and a little small jacket but that's fine i mean we didn't even need them after a while liverpool scarf Oh, Matt met a, a Liverpool fan as well, a, a, a supporter, a fellow Liverpool supporter, a fellow Liverpool a fellow supporter. Liverpool supporter. He was um, taking their uh, photos for their yearbook. Um, so it's it's going to be exciting. Um, you know, hopefully they take what we do today. Um, and they're they were super excited as soon as they saw the lights and the cameras. They they were you could just see the glow in their eyes and their smile and their faces. They're they were they were playing with a little extra ump today. Um, but what I will say is whatever we give to them, um, you know, just this memory of of today, uh, the last day of playing football for some of the seniors, possibly um, definitely the last day playing for that high school. Uh, you know, if they go on to play for college, hopefully, um, you know, whatever they're going to do in life, they're going to remember so. today uh, for uh, forever. And that was part of the speeches, uh, part of the speeches that were given in the locker room. Coaches were cool. Uh, really cool with our um they actually gave us a lot of access yeah they did the, the shout out to the school but what i will say i'm i'm so i'm good buddies with the head coach um are you really like, we, friends with him we went to, we went to high school together he's your age uh he's uh, about a year or two younger um but we were in high school together his brother was the quarterback uh when i was in high school um his dad's a firefighter so he's a he's a he's a hoboken header old school Hoboken old school born and raised uh speaking of born and raised wow we're just we're just going on segues forever um listeners if you would like to meet one or both half of the Matthew on fire podcast oh shit um there is a Hoboken born and raised small business expo um that's a lot. That was a mouthful. So yes, there is a mini convention for small business owners that were born and raised in Hoboken. So it's a very niche convention and KDIA will be in attendance, by the way. So ladies and gentlemen, if you are listening to this podcast on time, Saturday, November 16th, KDIA will be in attendance at the Hoboken Business Center we're going to have a table. We're going to bring some of our cameras. It's we'll really bring cool. our switcher. We might even bring the podcast set up. 
Yeah, Matthew might be there. Who knows? Matthew is, is in so many places at once. He's like one of the busiest people we know. You could find me all over North Jersey. All any over. Given any given day. Um, well, anywhere inside of 287, you could find me. But we'll see. If we get enough, if we get enough buzz. Come uh, hype. If we get enough hype. Hype. He ain't hype. I'm always hype. If we get enough people wanting the smoke. Um, <laughs> If you want the smoke, if you want the smoke, come what? see us. But yeah, if we can get a lot of interest from people, um, come see us. Come by. Uh, you know what? Honestly, if it entices us to have more people there, we will record a live podcast there. And that might probably be the November 20th episode. We'll see. I don't know. Who knows? I'm getting... I wish... Radio, radio is still cool, and I'm, I'm. It's almost 2020, and I'm in the camp of radio is still cool, whether it be AM, FM, or satellite. I l- it, still listen is, to the radio every day. In I the, bought, in the car. I bought the most kick-ass little Panasonic AM, FM radio for twenty five dollars oh on yes, Amazon. I love I that love radio. It. It's it's batter, It has a, it came with a power cord, but it also runs on four double A's. So that you can take it to the beach. Uh, if the power goes out, you're still connected to the fucking outside world. The mercy, you're not at the mercy of your cell phone battery. Definitely, I'm all about the radio. Uh, right now, currently, my favorite radio station is Nash FM. Oh, uh, like by far, it's the first station that's in my. You know, when I get Nash in my FM's car. been on the few a few years now. Nash I'm FM surprised. has been on for at least six years. Nash, yeah, I was about to say you haven't gotten on that yet because i know your former radio station is my favorite radio station oh but yeah the two college the radio loudest stations. rock there's two college radio stations there's in more this than area. two some of them well, share time on the same frequency it's wild oh that's insane. i think nyu and fdu uh might be so i don't know if it's fdu uh, fdu well anyway my two legitimate like of all time favorite stations like in the past you know, adulthood of my life has been Fordham radio and Seton hall radio Fordham WFUV is one of the greatest college radio they stations in the country. Such and that's a, coming um, from a WSOU fan. What I love about Fordham radio and, and I'm not saying Fordham radio is better than Seton hall radio or one over the other, but what I love it's different, the, very different Fordham radio legitimately plays every genre of music. Every single genre of music. They'll play hip hop and then they'll play fucking Beethoven. Uh, and they have it all in like two hour blocks, yep. sometimes four hour blocks or different days of the week. You put on WFUV on on Sunday mornings and you're getting this crazy Celtic music. Uh, yeah, you, like you, traditional yo, Scottish traditional Highland shit. Amazing. What? Saturday, <laughs> Saturdays, there's a nice oh, like lit. hillbilly hour yeah. where you're getting a lot of like old banjo hits. You'll get um, like my broken down tractor country music. Like Saturday nights, you're getting this crazy like new wave like almost like house sort of like yeah it's dude there's so much on fuv um and then seton hall radio uh you know the loudest rock it's so good there's so bang much your fucking head the best of like punk metal yes. and grind metal and melodic metal it's just there's so much goodness and then you also get like the classic hits too from from alternative rock and whatnot so I'm just a really good fan of both of those. But yeah, ever since Nash FM has been around, it's just been, it's been on the dial. Like it wasn't always on, but I want to say legitimately for like the last six months, it hasn't been, it's, it's, it's it's on the same preset as my ESPN radio. So I kind of just toggle between those two, but yeah, number six in my car is the only thing that gets FM one and FM two. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I would have to say I'm a WSOU guy because I've always, I grew up listening to more like punk metal music 
So it's really cool to hear music like that on a radio. Actually, I was at the Devils game last night, and I was actually being cool with a Flyers fan sitting behind me the whole night. Good, you should. Doesn't be. happen. It was no, it was a lot of fun. Guy was a cool guy. I have another funny story about that right after the radio station. I didn't know we were talking, and he's like. Uh, do you, um, like joking, like, I guess I'm a big guy. He's like, did you play for the team at Seton Hall? Like I have my Seton Hall hat on backwards because I'm, I'm back to wearing my devil's Jersey still at games, but I don't wear a hat cause the team sucks. I'm like, I put fucking Seton Hall on. I'm waiting for that. We love your radio station, man. I don't know. Like, I guess they're from more like central Jersey or maybe closer like down South where they still get like WSOU, but they're closer to Philly. So they're Philly fans. He's like, we love your radio station. I'm like, dude, nobody plays that music on the radio. And he's like, I know. That's why we fucking love it. I'm like, see. Isn't that great? See, that there needs to be a radio station playing metal, hardcore, punk. There, we know, like, and very few markets have that. New York area, we're lucky. Seton Hall University yeah. is the fucking hardcore punk radio station. Yeah. Be- so, so, yeah, I go to school with the really fucking dope basketball and metal music on the radio. I like tradition. I li- I, I can fuck with uh, KTU, WCBS FM. So you're naming the stations that I could listen to 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 like clean the apartment. Um, they are always cause, on. Cause and they're the, always consistently good. That's the thing. Well, because those are the popular hits of like the uh, well, 101 is like classic, and then KTU is what like the, uh, whatever uh, the number is. Top 40 is top 40. They're all top it's mostly 40. Top 40. But, like, but 101 is a little bit more oldies. I feel right. Yeah, it's like top 40 from yesteryear, from the 60s, 70s, and 80s. And KTU is top 40 from 80s and 90s. I feel. Uh, and 2000s. Well, well into the 2000s, they play new shit on there. Oh, yeah, I should order the Chinese. Uh, sister of the show worked for KTU. And, uh, I remember that. <laughs> I remember the KTU like magnet on your fridge. Yeah. Well, Mom the, of the magnet old existed apartment. way before she worked for the station. That that magnet True. Was, was there when I that was That was probably a from baby. a promo counter somewhere. Oh, like. totally. Well, you, can, you knew that magnet was old because the color pink on that magnet was just so washed out. Um, Either that or it was like so early 90s. Oh, no, it was early 90s and washed out at the same time. Yeah, uh, when she worked for the station, I think that's when they started playing more recent hits because my memories of that station are like only freestyle of the 80s and 90s uh, and not too much freestyle in the 90s. Um, but yeah, those were like the, the dance numbers and like you put that on on Saturday mornings and your house is going to be spick and span, uh, mopped and swept and clothes folded and you're just going to be jazzing your way like, like in socks sliding through the through the flo- wooden floors just like that one movie with uh, Tom Cruise that I can't recall right now. I never watched a lot of Tom Cruise movies. I, I don't think I ever cared for him subconsciously. I bet everybody hates us right now because I can't name that movie. It's I don't fine. fucking, I don't fuck with uh, Tom Cruise. So Tom Cruise, the um, one movie I think I'll always love of his is Mission Impossible. Well, yeah, the first one. I like the first two. I, yeah, I, okay. I the, t- the first two or three are pretty good. Oh, I've heard. I've never I, even I seen them in their the, entirety. I don't think I've seen anything other than the first two. Um, but two came out when I was like 15. So that's like the, the, the prime years for an action movie for like a 15 year old. Come on. That was yeah. going to be like one of my favorites. Dun, dun, but dun. And just, the music was very campy. But I just still to this day, I love movies that have twists. 
Ocean's Eleven, for example. Phenomenal. Oh, so there's a big twist in Ocean's Eleven the first time I get around to seeing. I'm terrible with movies. Oh wait, I've seen a few. You've never seen Ocean's Eleven? I've never seen either oh any God. of the Ocean's so movies. So I'm fucking mad that I said that there was. Do you a have twist. DVDs you can loan me still, or like those? Yeah, dude, there's Fuck, yeah. DVDs still exist. Um, <laughs> all right, so I we won't talk about Ocean's Eleven since you haven't seen it. Um, but yeah, there is a twist no. at the end. But forget I said it. Um, like murder mysteries and thrillers. But yeah, whenever there's a twist at the end, it just always gets me. Uh, Mission Impossible is just filled with twists and turns. And and I love the character Ethan Hunt. I think all the characters that were, you know, made around him were, you know, very well written. And I know it's based on a book, I'm sure. Uh, but I really love the 1996 movie. Um, now, adding on top of that, there was a Nintendo 64 game, Mission Impossible, came out a little bit after Goldeneye. Now, Goldeneye, if our listeners are nerds, yes. our video game nerds, um, Goldeneye was the pretty much the single single handedly probably sold millions of Nintendo 64s, uh, probably people buying the system just for that game. Uh, Goldeneye was made based on the Goldeneye James Bond 007 Goldeneye movie that came out that same year. And it was just a first-person shooter that nobody had ever seen before. Um, it was taking what Doom did in the early 90s or late 80s, early 90s. And it just went above and beyond and just transformed it to like probably one of the greatest first-person shooters of that era. And, and anything that you play today that is a first-person shooter that is amazing is a derivative of GoldenEye. Um, I believe in, in, in many ways, maybe not every way. Uh, but anytime you're playing something today, uh, you can just go back to, to golden eye and you, you'll see it there first. Multiplayer is the first Dude, time you're ever playing golden eye multiplayer was pin top five video Beyond game moment years. of my childhood. Beyond its years. First time I played golden eye multiplayer. I remember marking out. Do you remember and i was like six golden i was already fucking old like like oh, yeah. two or th three years old when i first started playing it totally so and, and but my my memories are of just like saturday morning um just in uh like my friends living rooms and maybe some of them had already slept over so there's still pillows and sheets and it's just cables everywhere because there were no wireless controllers and it's four of us playing nintendo 64 freaking goldeneye for hours and what a what a phenomenal memory and you had a big enough tv oh my god in yeah. your house you Back had access then, to a big enough tv the 36 inch flat screen modern tv but like legit when i saw a rear projection screen for the first time that first was dope. One, it blew my mind it was dope it looked different well it was different because obviously tube tvs were the only thing you saw in our days uh because it was this, the glass screen it wasn't flat it was usually uh you know kind of curved in a way and that was the screen that was a computer screen that was a television screen and when you went to the movies a movie was projected onto you know obviously like a canvas so it's like having that in your house it was like having that in, in your unit. home holy in one unit shit. it's very impressive unit, for the time it actually was flat and they the were time. usually large they, you were never seeing a rear projection that was like 30 inches they Bro. were always like 50 or above if i see a rear projection still in service in 2019 i say it's 
It's gotta be fucking. First of all, it's gotta God be fuzzy as shit. <laughs> I say God bless it's you. It's definitely it not still sharp. Works well, I mean, if it's not sharp, that's what. It depends how bad it is. It's like gonna, if it's, it's just, gonna be bad. Really? Do they degrade that much over time? You uh, would probably know well, about that better than well, me. Well, you gotta consider that they didn't have HD resolution. Still, some of them did. They had the fake 1080i, 720p, 1080i. There's no. They were really just 720p. They they were probably on their way out when HD came in because I can't remember. (sighs) Just when LCD started. So yeah, if you have a working rear projector that let's say it's HD, it's going to be 1080i first of all, and then this is this what you're looking at right now is labeled as a 1080 HD. Guess what? It's not. It's 720. And it it rescales everything, and I can't. It's not bad. No, it's not bad. It's beautiful, and it it's still working. It's from 2003, and it's still fucking kicking. Grand Theft Auto looks dope on it. it. Oh, they all look dope, and it's <laughs> and it stays on all the time. It never gets turned off. So yeah, I I th- it just refuses to die. It just, this TV it better not. This TV's gonna make twenty. Okay, uh, Green Garden. What's Green Garden's number? Do you have it saved? Oh, come on. Absolutely. Are you? Just- uh, yes, I'd like to place an order for delivery, please. Yep. I'll have a General Tso's uh, chicken uh, dinner special, vegetable fried rice, please. Yep. Yeah, like vegetable fried and brown rice kind of mixed in if you can. And I will also have um, fried wontons, an order of fried wontons. Have you ever uh, seen? So I don't think I ever have. In I think real I confused the hell out of the poor lady. That's too. Fine. <laughs> have you ever seen? A plasma television? Oh, yeah, I've seen them before. I've heard of them. I don't think I've ever seen them. I saw them at one of our aunt's houses. Or probably cousin. Did it look nice? I don't remember. I think I had burn-in. Yeah, it sucked watching any sports ever on that TV because of the burn-in. And I was like, God, just fucking... Now that you remind me, I think they had a burn-in of... Um... Yeah, it was like maybe like the preview channel. Uh, so back in the day, <sighs> so there was no... Look like there was crop circles on the fucking football field. There was no guide digitally for each channel, and you can't it was like fast a forward. Food network logo. You had to go to a channel <laughs> on your cable network, and that channel would scroll through uh, the actual shows, and it would only go for like uh, an hour and a half. Or, or two hours max in a block. So you wouldn't know what's on after two hours from now. You'd have to go back to the channel later on to see what was on later. Well, you figure you figure you could you could have just bought a TV guide if you wanted to know what was on TV. Man, that's that burner reading by the grocery checkout. But yeah, that turned out to be an actual magazine and less of like what was on TV. Like what was on TV was like at the end of it. And then it was just like a magazine, I guess, about the shows. Maybe I have a follow a group of people, um, you know, a lot of VHS collectors and that's fine. I have a, a chest full of VHS tapes right here and there's like DVDs and whatnot in here. And I, trying to digitize a lot of things so i have this setup going on um and it's taking forever because obviously everything is real time so it could really only do so much in a day um which i wish days were longer but we're not going to get into that galactical argument of earth slowing down around the sun and anyway (laughs) 
what I was going to say is, about so have, were you of the time physics. of, do you know, uh, laser disc or you, yeah, I saw a laser disc used once in prison. I saw it in school. In school. Yeah, me too. I fucking saw a laser Why did disc everybody's before? like science teacher have like laser disc? Because the weird science videos were right on laser there. disc. Yo, it's so, weird. <laughs> so the cool thing that I realized about laser disc, um, is that it's analog. It's not digital. So somebody so just it's like vinyl. Somebody just, your, yeah. Somebody described it's like vinyl TV. Somebody described laser disc the other day as like, um, vinyl TV, uh, a vinyl CD. Cause when you look at a compact disc, uh, an actual CD for you kids that, uh, only know MP3s and streaming. I can't believe kids literally don't know. Like people buying bought, CDs, people bought jewel cases and in these jewel we cases, we talked over the jewel cases. The jewel discs. cases were the fucking bane of my existence. Oh my god, that I hated. It was a side, cool game. Trying to get the little sticker Listen. off of the friggin'. <laughs> <laughs> Think about the amount of plastic waste that went into listening to twelve of your favorite. Oh, and then what happened songs. when when like the case cracked and you would have it was like, garbage. You would have it was fucking garbage. Yo, if you if, if one of the hinges broke, done garbage. Done. Just fucking throw it. Yeah. Yeah, you can live with it ish yeah and or it's or if it garbage. cracks on like one side and you try to open it your thumb is going to be fucked forever. or if it's cracked where like it's still attached as long as you don't accidentally like pull it <laughs> off because it it's flexing way. you know no but yeah so cds had like the nice shiny silver bottoms but cds are completely digital they don't have a needle it's a it's a laser reading it and it's all data so it's a cd but laser disc yes are being read by a some stylus of sorts and it legit has a groove on each side um, and it's pure analog. That's why when you rewind and fast forward a laser disc, it's like perfect. It's like you can literally see every single frame while you're rewinding and fast forwarding. Like you can stop on a dime. It's like fantastic. Um, but yeah, died out. But yeah, I'm following a group of people now that are just collectors of VHS. Now we're getting into laser disc CEDs. CEDs being like the um what I would call like an eight track, if you will, or like a floppy disk, like a giant floppy disk, a floppy disk. The size I use floppy disks to bring stuff to school once. Even I did it, and I'm pretty, well, no, no, and no, I'm no. younger. So you I use the three and a, so you use the three and a half floppy disk. That's a hard disk. I'm talking about. Yeah, you got me there. I know, 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 I know. <laughs> but the, but the CEDs were like a 12 inch floppy disk, 12 by 12. It was like a vinyl record cover with a movie inside, and it had horrible reading. Like all those players were garbage. Um, Even it bugs me out that I'm still old enough to remember sticking analog shit inside of a computer tower. Do you ever record? Uh, my shit at home had it, and at school they had it. So I brought my powerpoints to class. You were so cool. Bro, uh, I was fucking nine doing that. Do you, uh, <laughs> did you ever record the radio on cassette tapes? No, I've never done that. Wow. I knew it was there. You I saw existed. the record button. I knew it existed, yeah. but I never tried it. Uh, so you didn't buy blank cassette tapes. Never just, did that. Okay. Yeah. I did. Uh, I had a whole bunch that were, Yo, you get a really sick block on one of the radio stations we Yo, talked about. Then you get like a mix and then, and you, then you got a mix and forever. bro, I have bro, but then you, you would have still have that shit in 2019. Then, I would keep the mix. No, tapes. you wouldn't because if you played yeah. that, the amount of times you would play that because that also goes. do cars have cassette players anywhere. Do you own a cassette player? Crispy? You have a VCR. Hmm. That's VCR. I need to buy one. You know, VCRs are like fucking $70 on eBay. 
That's like insane. good ones. Bro, uh, I dead ass. I, I think this one was like garage sales, like four bucks or whatever. It works. It's perfect. And it came with a remote. <laughs> remote. This features and everything. It yeah. has accessories included. And it I works. Have, you could probably set the clock if you wanted to. Well, I have it connected here. What brand to, is it? Uh, Sammer? Nope. Optimus. Optimus. <laughs> I have that it, shit's Korean, man. I have it connected to this. Uh, for, Maybe not. For all know. the nerds out there that might know, this is a time-based corrector. Now, I have no idea what, what I is. can tell anyone in the world is this is why you want to contact KDIA for your digitizing needs. Uh, the time based corrector will fix your tracking issues, uh, fix color, tint, uh, you know, hue, the saturation, the sharpness, and like all that stuff that you had like those dials on like the TV for. And like, so yeah, it would fix all that. And then the output gets connected to this analog to SDI converter. And then I have the SDI upscaler, so it'll upscale to HD, and then it outputs to the recorder over there and records on SD cards. Can you do those small tapes, the small video tapes? Yes. Um, so I, I need to get right here in this box is a whole bunch of these. Look, you're looking at them. I'm gonna give you all the fucking tapes of like my well, I gotta start childhood on this pile. that my parent give that to my mom on, as a Mother's Day gift. I gotta start on this pile after that she doesn't listen I do to that podcast. pile and that pile. <laughs> oh my god, there's so much digitizing to do, and there's not enough hours in a day. There's not enough days in a week. There's not enough months in a year. There's not enough years in a. <sighs> so Matt, do you think that wraps us up for today? I think that's pretty good. Matt, tell the people where they can find us. You can find the show at Matthew Podcast on Twitter and at Matthew on Fire Pod on Instagram. And you can find me at Tavazio NJ on Twitter and Instagram. Crispy, where can they find you? They can find me at Crispy Does It All on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, PlayStation Network, Snapchat, cool. Venmo, all those places. <laughs> Venmo. Yes. Donations. Please free send money. me money. Please send me free money Feed for me no reason. And clothe me. Tavazio NJ is obviously my Venmo handle too. And find me anywhere. You know, today has been such a blur. So sorry that this might be a little bit of a shorter show, but we are dead tired. We're going to eat now. We skip frames. Matthew, <laughs> thank you so much for helping out today. Can't it wait. It was a blast. Can't, I had fun. Can't wait for the next one. It was a good project. And uh, to all the listeners, thank you so much. Until next time, everyone. Take it easy.